Welcome to That Metal Podcast, episode 161. I'm Wolfman Dave. I'm Eli. All right. So, how have you been, dude? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I can't complain. How about you? All right, man. Uh, Just celebrated my 40th uh, this past week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Last last week. Uh, It was all right, man. It was not the way I, I envisioned it to have gone. Uh, uh but it was i never do anything for my birthday anymore yeah i mean maybe, maybe one day but yeah. i haven't for a long time what's your month what's your month birthday month may may all right yeah yeah i don't know i mean it's one of those things where you're you get older and, and you see people who are you know they're married uh they have significant others and yeah it's just like they 
you hang out for a little bit and everybody kind of just parts ways. Yeah, you true. Know? So <clears throat> it's kind of, it's one of those things where it's like, you see that and it's like, it kind of sucks, but you know, it's, are you saying, are you saying a lot of your here. friends have done that or? Um, well, that's how that happened. That's how I felt. That's what I noticed. Oh, you know, that's how it. I observed things. And I was like, well, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it is what it is. You know, everybody kind of parts ways and does their, does their own thing. So, yeah, see, that's, that's <laughs> where I think people do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you should, uh, you shouldn't invest like 100% of your life into your just immediate family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think just because someone's married, they should stop hanging out with their friends. I think that's ridiculous. You know? I see that. I could, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gotta if that's what you want to do, sure. But I don't feel like I don't see that. I just, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. You got to balance it out. And I think, but I mean, <clears throat> either way I had a fucking great time, but the reason everything kind of went downhill is because we got caught in a, there was like a thunderstorm. Oh. And so we're hanging out outside and everything just kept, it kept coming down. So it oh. just kind of, it just kind of <laughs> fucked everything up anyways. Oh, so, I see. So you're saying it got kind of got cut early. Yeah. <clears throat> when it should have, I mean, it's one of those things where that, I mean, from the beginning, things were kind of weird in terms of, because uh, we're, we're going to go to this German restaurant and then, um cool. we could see the storm coming and sure enough it was the fe- it was the Oktoberfest and oh. and they got rained out <laughs> oh, so dang. before before the start the storm got there we left we went to um a wing place oh and it was fucking awesome there the beer was and I, I heard Texas had great. some freaking great restaurants you know they're scattered yeah El Paso has some really good fucking food now they're on the map for barbecue um, oh before, yeah, definitely. Now, now, now they, now we are before because yeah. we had we have two little restaurants that kind of made the Texas Monthly uh, magazine. Oh sure, for some of the best in in West Texas. I've heard, uh, uh, Houston, I've heard has some good ones too, some great ones. I, Houston's amazing in terms because they have all kinds of, of ethnicities and all kinds of people living there. Yeah, and so you just you can find everything there, uh, and and I feel oh. like they're spoiled because they get everything there, like oh, tours. Okay. And, um, but I think Austin, San Antonio, uh, Fort Worth, the Dallas, Fort Worth area, Houston, and of course, El Paso. Um, if you're looking for like German sort of taste, but in, uh, Texas, go the Fredericksburg is fucking killer, dude. Hmm. They have, it's a small, tiny fucking town. Uh, I think it's right next to like Johnson city. Um, And it's like, well, maybe an hour and a half, two hours away from Austin. Oh, okay. So it'd be a nice little day trip. Good German food. Yeah. They have a really good German restaurant, food, everything. It's a nice little place. Everything's kind of, um, there's a lot, I guess a lot of German uh, Germans there. German population. Yeah. And also in Mexico, I forgot where exactly, but. So when you see blonde hair, blue eyed, you, you know they're like, and they speak yeah. Spanish. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like Louis Louis C.K. Exactly. Well, he's what? Yeah, he's like a, he's like a percentage uh, Mexican. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think his dad was his dad. I think was full Mexican. Like 100%. yes, yeah, I, I think so. I yeah. think he's. I forget where he, where he grew up, but for sure, yeah, you see a lot of the the influence, and then it, yeah. you know it kind of went into Texas as well. But I think that's really cool yeah. that we could see that. Yeah, um, and we have a few. 
a few German places here in El Paso. I used to go with two of my, the same two of my friends. We used to go to Oktoberfest every single year at this place, mm. but then they they sold uh, they sold it to some other people, and they, it's an Italian restaurant. So oh, it's a huge sucks. bummer. Yeah, it was so much fun. Every yeah. year, it was like it was like the highlight of our entire year. You know, I mean, we could find a new place to do it at. We just <clears throat> there's a place out there in Nashville where it's it's the beer hall, and they have a, like a little fucking locker, dude, for your for your beer. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that where you could leave it there. Yeah, you just <laughs> you become a member. You leave yeah. it there every time you go. They give it to you. You drink from it. That's cool because then you don't have to worry about losing it or breaking it at home. Yeah, it's it's. It's cool. It's like a little club, I guess. Yeah. You know? I, I would I love I still that. have my Stein in my uh I still have my Stein that I used all those years. Like I don't drink out of it because it's like so impractical. They're really heavy. Yeah. I use they it, are. it's in my bathroom. It's like a toothbrush holder, like a caddy. <laughs> it's got funny. toothpaste in it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I it's know true. With it. Yeah. Plus I feel like you tend to get to, it it hits harder from a glass it does versus just the bottle itself. I do uh, like uh, beverages out of a glass, though, and beer. I like to drink out of a glass. Cold. I like it way yeah. more than a bottle. I don't like bottles. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like glass. I think, uh, what was it? Well, that, that, that Wing Shack place that we had gone to. Um, holy crap, those fucking beers were coming out cold, dude. Oh, yeah. And everybody was, like, like just enjoying their beer. So Yeah, I like I, an I, ice cold beer. Ice yeah. cold. Like, as cold yeah. as you can get it. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to put some of my glasses up in the... In the freezer, actually, I, I had bought some Guinness glasses that oh, cool. you know they have like the one with the the toucan, uh, and then there's yeah. they look like old postcards from oh, like the twenties and thirties. I don't know if you remember oh, what sweet, like maybe even a, a Rockwell sort of painting. Oh wow! Uh, it looked like they the the pictures on the glasses. That's what it looked like. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, actually, I, let's just talk really quick about the I'd main topic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so for people who are wondering, again, we're just kind of talking about stuff. Um, so we're going to be talking about some of our favorite old school heavy metal riffs. Um, for most of mine are going to be from the 80s. Um, I did take one out because I have a twofer in there. So that's that's going to be nine and ten, I guess. And um, yeah, so yeah, mine, this is... mine seems to be 70s, 80s. I don't think I have anything in the 90s. Not that there aren't riffs I don't I don't like, but just I don't know those years for when it comes to just riffs, seventies and eighties for me are the best. I agree, and for whatever reason I don't know why I did not think of the seventies. So I'll have to. I'll have to I only did because of Black Sabbath. Because yeah, I, okay. I love Black Sabbath. Yeah, so that makes I mean, sense. I yeah. I mean Tony Iommi wrote so many great riffs. Yeah, he was a fucking riff, riff master does. pretty much. Yeah, that's what he's um, known for. <clears throat> But I'm I'm gonna I think I'm just gonna pick do some of these by like decades, um, and then also it's kind of hard to dis to kind I guess for some people, like early to late two thousands are considered old school for some people. True, you know, for us it's old school. For me, it's eighties and seventies. Um, but I could have gone from two thousand and below, which we had discussed this, and I was thinking, um, I I was thinking. I'm just going to divide it up by decades to make it kind of uh, a, a longer uh, series, if you will, uh, yeah. of episodes. Yeah. Um, I was going to have a couple of talking points, but I'm not going to talk about those. Um, um, in death, I think, you know, there's some, some dude yeah. who, who was talking about um, 
the nocturnal is the nocturnal silence album um oh yeah uh, yeah it was from necrophobic silence. right yeah. and this dude was completely trashing it and saying that it's a piece of shit and pretty much yeah. anything anything with <laughs> didn't melody. he give it a zero didn't he give it a zero yeah he gave it a zero out of 100 <laughs> percent. i mean what gets a zero that's just yeah. that's that's just stupid yeah yeah the, i think the um the elitism is oh, a, a little bit off the off the charts on this guy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Because okay. I mean, he was just basically shitting on who else? I think in Flames and Dark Tranquility. And he said the whole genre of melodic death metal. Yeah. He said the entire genre is like invalid and sucks and. Yeah. Wow, that's a bold claim right there. Right, and then what he was talking about his his favorite band was it like Phantom. <laughs> Oh my or, god! I forgot what they're called. This like, black metal some black band. metal bands that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, and I mean, I say that as someone that listens to a lot of really underground I, black metal. I know that's what's <laughs> fucking wild. And I mean, that's you're didn't ring a bell to me. I would go to you for recommendations because you know because you're yeah a lot of people highly <laughs> invested. You know, but the thing yeah. is, is that like that was wild to to and that not only that and that bad ended up sucking really bad. Yeah. Uh, um. So really weird. I hate seeing that. I hate seeing, you know, being elitist, but at least be cool about it. Like, be a... <laughs> yeah, seriously, that like was good way music. over the top. Yeah. Uh, next top. time, I'll have to, I'll have to share that link because this guy was really fucking shitting on it. I'll, I'll share. Let me write this down. So, uh, I'll share that link for people so they can read it. Yeah, it's and... it's a good read. <laughs> I mean, the guy is, you, you could tell he's intelligent. Yeah. Like he's yeah. A smart guy, you could tell, but he's just a fucking idiot. You know, it's not like he was spelling words wrong and stuff. And, right. He's an yeah. asshole. Yeah, he's I idiot. agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, basing from that, I mean, even uh, Chris Dick from, um, for, not, yeah, I think it's uh, Decibel. From Decibel, he, even he commented on my post about it on facebook i'm pretty sure you're right yeah i'm pretty sure that's his name i used to read yeah. that magazine a lot yeah and he was like saying that this dude's a fucking chump basically looking for attention and that's i'm awesome. like yeah that's pretty much what he's doing you know it's it's got to be a lot of i feel like a lot of people do that when they they're trying to make a name for themselves mm -hmm. they're going really uh trying to be really edgy right what's funny because like for a long time i hated ghost I hated Tool and all these bands, you know? Yeah. Holy crap, my thing's going to end in 10 minutes. What? What do we do? <laughs> well, we'll we'll go and then we'll start the next do one right now. Twice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so what do you call it? Um, Yeah, basically what happened was um, I heard the last Tool um, Ghost album and from a lot of fans i know you're yourself included i know were saying that it was not as great as anything that's released before subpar yeah. and yeah. other things and and some people were saying for different reasons right and i was like oh they didn't like it for this that and the other i think i'm gonna like it and i ended up liking probably half the album which is kind of cool because you didn't have the reference points you know yeah, yeah. It's, it'd be nice yeah. to listen to that album with no no uh yeah history with with the band well that's exactly right i mean that's also the thing which is interesting about how so many fans young fans like later era metallica uh True. later yeah. era 
all, of, of all these bands or even including Opeth, for example. Yeah. And that to me is wild because I'm like, how could yeah. you listen to those atrocities? And yeah. I mean, Opeth, granted that some of those albums have grown on me. Yeah. But for Metallica. I'm still working on those albums. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I think they are growing on me, though. Okay. Yeah. I try every once in a while, maybe like once a year. And I'm like, yeah. oh. And I go back and oddly enough, the one that's grown on me so far the most is Heritage, and that's really to be the one people like the least. Yeah, out of the newer albums, yeah. I was pretty. It's pretty got a cool seventies uh, set, kind of a seventies prog sound to me, so I like it yeah. for that reason. I, I've, I, yeah, I remember hearing that. And a lot of it has to do with uh, what is it the the organ? What what are they using? Some sort of the the, the um, whatever I... keyboardist they have. I don't know if they're using a real organ or if they're using like a patch because like you can do like a you can you can get patches to where you can make it sound like it you know mm. I, I although I don't think Opeth would do that they <laughs> they seem like a band that would get the real deal equipment. I think so they might they might have been using a Hammond organ which is like yeah that's it could be what it that was yeah um, I'm, they're um, they're big enough to be able to get their hands on one rent one out or borrow one or something yeah yeah I think there might have been a turning point after that album financially for them i think yeah because they were able to they they skyrocketed after they were already a big band but yeah they were already headed headed to the you know the bigger bands yeah you know. that that propelled them um, they're probably able to su- sustain themselves you know as a as a band they probably don't have to you know work <laughs> crappy jobs and stuff anymore i think also you could see with <clears throat> for example the later stuff uh, i feel like the years apart are are longer in terms of the releases of the albums oh yeah because <clears throat> i think the last album came out in 2019 it's been uh, a while hasn't it yeah 2019 or it could have been yeah 2020 i don't remember i think it you're was, right i think i like that one probably longer. probably 2019 yeah i enjoyed it too it was actually i did too that was that that was i think probably the best uh you know album of the the newer style of the groups yeah of this whole the new yeah. era <laughs> yeah, 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 it was a really good album. I agree. Um, I and think it's terms... like people were like, "Oh, you got to listen to the uh, the Swedish one is so much better." But I'm like, they they've always been an English speaking band. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand why everyone's like the English version sucks. You got to listen to the Swedish version. I'm like, that makes no sense to me. Right, it's their native language. But every single album they've done has been in English. Every yeah. single one. So I don't understand that at all. Right, and I think I, listening to Opeth in Swedish would be weird. I, and I don't know if I I would, how much enjoyment would I get out of that if like, if I knew that there was an English one. Yeah, it's one thing if you're forced to listen to it's just in Swedish. That's, that's or if, or if they've been doing Swedish albums all this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they've never done one. So I'm like, yeah, that makes. Do you remember people saying that they're like the English yes. version one sucks. The real one is in Swedish because that's the language that they speak. And I'm like, I bet you in their real life, they speak more English than Swedish. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, a lot of people in possible. Sweden speak English nowadays. So yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That that made no sense to me. I, I So I only listened to the English version. I, I have the CD where it has both. Yeah. So I just oh, that's never cool. bothered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never bothered with it. But <laughs> maybe someday. That shit's funny, dude. Yeah. Um. Right now, after this next, um, I guess the time, yeah. we'll we'll start the. Yeah, we got five minutes. Yeah, 
You, it um, tells me on my screen too. That's kind of cool. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah I was thinking um, we'll just get right into it um, in the next session, and yeah. I think we'll be okay after that. Um, yeah. And for you know, we don't have to. You know, we don't have to like linger too much on each song because I honestly, a lot of these songs, people. Oh, already, I, I won't. Yeah, people already know these songs. You know. Yeah, I'm not gonna have too much to say really about them. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because like I know for sure like there's one song in here where I'm definitely not gonna put the uh, a sound <laughs> snippet on it because I don't want to get a freaking lawsuit from them. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, because no I know. Doubt. Yeah, I know these guys are. They're fucking is it Metallica. Dogs. Yeah, dude. They're fucking dogs. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you don't want to mess. You don't want to mess with Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing them, I'll get a fucking email. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Metallica and Kiss. <laughs> oh no shit. Uh, yeah, I guess true, huh? That's true. <laughs> Actually, Kiss would probably be first. Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, that fucker thinks he invented everything, man. So he thinks so. That's funny. Um. I think I'm going to cut us. Okay. Cut us loose here and then I'll go ahead and send another link. Okay. All right. So um you're going to say the couple of things that are coming up um and um upcoming events for you and also um what you did yesterday, right? Cool. So, I don't know if you briefly want to go over that. Sure. Yeah. And I came up with uh, uh, eight eight songs <laughs> with riffs. Okay. Yeah. So what was the what was the uh, what do you call it ranking you guys did yesterday? Uh, are we start? Are we going? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, we we ranked the discography of Ghost which is cool. Something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, right. I did it with uh, my Canadian buddy, Eric. He, uh, he did rush with me and he's really, really good. He's a younger guy. I think he's like 28, but he's really good at, uh, at cool. these kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought with the rush, he kicked my ass on the rush one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. He was really good. And uh, so, yeah, we, we, we ranked ghosts and that was a lot of fun. I had been wanting to do it for a while, especially after seeing them live not too long ago. That was, right. That's fucking yeah, cool. And yeah. then you're going to go see uh, what's your next show? Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be seeing uh, Cannibal Corpse, Mayhem, uh, Blood Incantation, and Gorguts. Right uh, on, dude. Super stoked for that one. That one's going to be, I, I mean, hands down, that's one of the best lineups of any show I've ever seen. So, uh, yes. Yeah. You got rotating headliners, uh, Mayhem and Cannibal Corpse. So I have no idea who's going to headline tomorrow. So it'll be a nice surprise. Should be fun either way. And then I have heard a few new songs from the Cannibal album. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, I have the album. It's I like it a lot. Yeah, and the Blood Incantation have two new songs that are actually amazing. Um, yeah. Kind of blew me away, to be honest. So, what was their their last album? It was more um... uh, Hidden History of the Human Race. I think well, that, that was like... that was their last. The second. Oh, that's album. right. Yeah, they, they had an EP. Yeah, out a couple years ago or a year. Yeah, a couple year or two ago ep that's they, all electronic music yeah i was kind of put off by that well it's good for what it is i like tangerine dream and it's pretty much like an homage to uh mm, tangerine dream. to them yeah 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 that was a, also they're also a hard listen for me 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like it, but I mean, it's not something I could listen to all the time. Yeah, but, uh, I've I've been a Tangerine Dream fan for a long time. I think we might have talked about them. Yeah, I'm I'm not a sure. big fan. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm gonna head to any of the shows that are coming by. Uh, no. Usually they're during the week, you know. And oh yeah. Kind of. So it takes a lot for me just to want to get out and. That sucks, yeah. You know? It's not bad for me tomorrow because I mean, I mean, it's only a, a forty-five minute drive. Um, I don't have to be up super early. Oh, I mean, I get up at six thirty, but I'm not gonna like. I might, I might have a beer or two, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna be out too late. I don't think. Yeah. And the doors open at five thirty, so. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if it's, it's just maybe it's gonna be a four-hour show, but uh, right. yeah, whatever. I'm ready for it. Fuck, that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get there early and yeah, hit the merch table. I, I'd probably be excited for Gore Guts. More than anything, I am excited for Gore Guts. Yeah. There, the, I've never seen Gore Guts or Mayhem, but I've seen Cannibal and I've seen uh, Blood Incantation. But okay. I'm, I'm excited all around. I, yeah. I, I don't know who I'm most excited for. I mean, I think Mayhem is they're going to have the most elaborate stage set. I think probably without saying, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other bands don't really have a stage set. They're the only one that does the theatrical stuff. Yeah, and, you know. Do they still? Does did that guy ever do any cutting? Uh... No, Attila doesn't. That was a maniac thing, right? Okay. I don't think Attila's ever been into that maniac <laughs> a little too much, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, that was pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> so, I think we should get started with our favorite old school riffs. Yeah, uh, and I think you have, um, you you remembered some because I know you had <laughs> you. Yeah. T- to delete them or you I guess I deleted their... the note on my yeah, yeah my phone, but I have like I remembered eight of them. Yeah. And then we'll see yeah, go ahead. remember more before then. You go first, man. <laughs> all right. So my first one probably I mean could could maybe be one of my favorite riffs of all time. Could be my number one riff, really. because uh, I mean the rest of these aren't really in order. They're just riffs that I like a lot that came to mind, you know. But uh, yeah, first one I'm gonna go with is uh, Am I Evil from Diamond Head. Right. Fuck from yeah. there, yeah. I mean that that riff. I don't ever get tired of it. And the build up to the riff is awesome too. Like, like that. I mean, the whole song's awesome, but like yeah. the first minute or so is just gold. Right. But once that main riff comes in, it's just so chunky and heavy, and it's like proto thrash metal. Really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you could hear like Dave Mustaine and James Hetfield taking notes. You know. And, oh, and for the, sure. Yeah. And those guys are are admitted uh, huge Diamond Head fans. So yep. I, mean, I think that song right there is like a huge you know huge <laughs> thrash inspiration so <clears throat> when I, uh I love it i saw the big four um DV, uh, blu-ray i think i have the blu-ray oh cool and uh let me see uh it's somewhere it's somewhere around here and metallica's covered that song and they've played it yeah. live yeah yeah so in the stains wearing diamond head shirts all the time yeah and actually one of the songs that they all did together was am i evil oh yeah all of them <laughs> like everybody there you go. everybody yeah. got on stage to do that yeah so I'm not th- surprised. yeah, yeah that, that was cool that says it all right there you know mm-hmm. um yeah so we're not gonna put a lot of the snippets for a lot of these songs um but certainly this one came out in the intro and uh, for the intro for the podcast so, so I'm only I'm gonna include a few songs b- just because of that, you know. I don't want to uh, 
take too much time. So my first pick, and again, it's the same as yours, not in anything specific um, in order. Yeah, it's hard Uh, to do. And these are old school riffs. So for me, uh, I really enjoyed Saxon, uh, Princess of the Night. Um, You know, there's something about the combination between that and the guitar riff, the main guitar riff of that, and the vocals. Yeah, uh, I think it's is it Billy a uh, Bill? What's his name? Uh, Bill Bill Bifford. Yeah, or Biff. Bill is it Bill? I is think it it's Biff? Bill. It's something yeah. like that. Or is it Biff? I think it's Biff. I think no, it might no, be Biff. I think it's freaking. I think it of uh, <laughs> Back to the Future. Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that like, how am I freaking? I I know his name. I think it's Biff Bifford. I think is his name. That's it. Let me see. I'm looking it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Biff Biff Bifford or Bifford or. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, I thought it's so. hilarious. Yeah, um, I thought so. But yeah, that's an old. I mean, I love that fucking riff, dude. It's, and it great, it's just yeah. so fucking good, man. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say that's their best song too. I it, it very well could be, man. Yeah. Very well could be. Yeah, it's definitely a contender. Hmm. What's your next? Um. Next, I'm going to go with uh, "Easy Money" by King Crimson. Okay. Um. It's. Uh, and it's probably a few few riffs in that album, but it's the one that starts at the very or that song. It's the one that starts at the very beginning, and it goes for maybe like thirty seconds or so, okay, along with some some drumming. So it's like an intro riff, to, but it's 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 so catchy. Um, I can never I I never get it out of my head for some reason, and it's probably my favorite King Crimson song too. So like, you know, what, favorite uh, song album is that? Oh, it's it's from the. Uh, uh, my 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 memory has been crap today. Lark Lark's tongues and aspects, which is okay. one of their earlier. Uh, it's like their fifth album, something like yeah. that. It's one 19- of their seventies albums. Nineteen seventy three. Seventy three. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and that's probably my favorite King Crimson album. So, <laughs> favorite right. song, favorite album, probably yeah, one of my favorite riffs. You know, yeah. I have not heard that one. I'll have to check that out. It's a great song, yeah. It's got a it's got a Pink Floyd kind of sound to it. Uh, okay, but it's it's awesome. So I think with a lot of these riffs and a lot of these songs, especially, I think they're gonna we're gonna notice probably that they're kind of influential to us as well. I think, I think yeah. a lot of these kind of, especially for me, a lot of these early ones got me into, like, in, really into metal itself. So yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So um, my next pick would be Merciful Fate, Evil. Um, and it's the kind of like the middle riff, I think at the two and a half minute mark, right before they get to the solo. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's that it's that backing fucking riff yeah. that's, that's there. Um, and yeah, dude, like for me, that's kind of like, it's just so fucking great. It's like easy. It's so me to me. It's like weird how these two guys, the two guitarists, Oh yeah. Is it uh Sherman and and, and Sherman uh, and Denner? Yeah, those two dudes yeah. are just like the chemistry that they had. Yeah. The the writing that they did. I mean, probably the best guitar duo in metal, really. I I fuck yeah, dude. It's yeah. it's they have they came up with a shit ton of great riffs. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna go I, I'm gonna go with that one. That was like one of my favorite songs from them, also. And I believe this is off the Melissa album. Uh yeah. So good shit, man. Yeah, it is. I I wanted to uh I, I actually wanted to go with Merciful Fate, but I, I went with King Diamond instead. Oh, okay. Uh, I really love the uh the I album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went with the riff from the very beginning of uh 
Let's see what song is it. Uh, did I not write it down? Oh, okay. It, uh, from the trial. Um, it's okay, at the very it's... beginning. Just it's a uh, super chunky and heavy, super yeah. catchy. Uh, Andy, Andy. Le... I always. It's funny because I always, when I think of Andy LaRocque, I always think of his. I he's more known for his solos. Yeah, I think yeah. He's more of a soloist than a riff guy, but I mean he has he has wrote, you know written some great riffs in that one right there. I'm a big fan of the album. I think it's kind of an underrated King Diamond album. Uh, but it's it's very heavy. It's a very heavy album, and there's a lot of good riffs on that album. Uh, which, What's the song again? I'm sorry. The trial. Uh, it's called the trial. Yeah. Okay. It's not. It's it's not even a main riff in the song. It's just, it, but it starts the song. But it's not like it's not like a chorus riff or anything like that. But it it starts. It it opens up the song, and it's okay. simple. It's yeah. Pro- I'm sure anyone with a good car guitar could play it. It's not like a <laughs> a hard riff, but it's just yeah. I don't know. I just love it. It's just perfect. Uh, yeah. You, that's and a good I'm just point. I'm a big fan of that album. I think what what it's also good to remember is that it doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have no. to be, you know, <laughs> Not at all. it doesn't I have mean, to some be. Of the, the catchiest riffs are simple. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like fucking Satriani level, you know, Eric no. Johnson type shit. It no. could, it's, it's all right if it's just a good solid fucking riff, you know? Yeah. And even, um, even the technical players tend to write easy riffs because you got to have something mm-hmm. that catches you, you know? For sure. And yeah. I think. A lot of these, the the, I feel like there's just something to the tuning that they used as well. Like they were yeah. used, they were in standard. A lot of these guys were in, you know, standard E. Yeah, and they were able to just make it. Yeah, tuning know. with riffs is a big part of the mm-hmm. way it sounds, and that's you know the big a big part of you know what what grabs you as a a listener. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, my next song. This is the third, my third pick. Would be Anthrax with Medusa. Um, this is off the. Uh, the I think this is our second album. I think. I think this yeah, is the first sure one. It is. Yeah. This is the first with. Um, Goddamn, Joey Belladonna. Joey, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, and I think this is like one of the either the last song on the album or. It is. The, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Let me see. I used to listen to that album a lot. But yeah, that's it's. Uh, hold on, let me find the name. Do you remember? I just it's it escapes. Uh, spreading uh, the disease. Up, spreading the disease. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's their best album. Yeah, personally. I think so too. I mean, this one and and um, um, among the living, are I think just essential yeah. Anthrax. Yeah, they're I those know. are pretty neck and neck, you know, with each other. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are like, "Fuck Anthrax, or they're stupid, or they, they they joke around too much." But those two albums are honestly they make the case for i mean they're fucking essential listening i think especially for yeah. thrash uh regardless they're, they're music, such they're, a love them or hate them man yeah for sure dude yeah they're they so had, popular and then they yeah. get trashed on a lot mm-hmm. eh. oh well what you got i got i'm gonna go with now uh this is gonna be a <laughs> kind of low-hanging fruit but i I don't care. Like when I think of riffs, <laughs> like this is one of the the ones that comes to mind just in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, For whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of riffs in that song, or at least yeah. a few. But I would say like the uh, I don't know, the main one that you would think of when you when you think of that the one mm-hmm. you know right in the middle of the song and the the one that you hear throughout the throughout the song. Right. I mean, Hetfield was is a riff master, so you could For go sure. with a number of Metallica riffs, but. I just love that song, and I, I just, you know, that riff has been stuck in my head probably since the first time I heard it. Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't ever get tired of it. 
I think it's I've heard some people say like, oh, that song sucks. I don't get it. I think it's a masterpiece of a, of a song. It really is, dude. I mean, yeah, for for me, it's Injustice for All is my favorite. And then it's Ride the Lightning. Yeah, it's pretty so, close for me between those yeah. two also. Yeah. Um, excellent fucking pick, man. And you could have gone yeah. with like uh, almost tra- any trapped any under ice. <laughs> yeah. um, what is it? Uh, Fight Fire with Fire. Fight Fire with Fire. The yeah. very first fucking song just yeah fucking sets it off i mean hetfield um, wrote some some catchy riffs <laughs> mm-hmm. many yeah. many many yeah they 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 even up until the black album because the black album is, still has some solid uh, I mean, you could make a case for enter sandman you know <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> i remember very catchy uh sad but true has yeah. a fucking killer riff true um but i mean i'm tired of that album but it's still a good album Oh yeah, yeah. It was you can't really argue that too much. Yeah, that was that was it though. That was the last one. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same yeah. here. I mean, I liked some of the later albums when I was a kid, but I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not going back to them at this point. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be. It should. That should be a future episode idea. Is uh, going back to to albums that. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, and see. Yeah, you know, re re evaluate whether we like it or not. Oh yeah, I, uh, I constantly do it. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna move on to my next one, which is "Death." Pull the plug off oh, yeah. the uh, Leprosy album. I think this is a really iconic death metal riff, um, yeah. and it's got that nice little pitch harmonic, the little squeal. You know, yeah. it's just a Ch- fucking Chuck. Chuck just had a great tone too. Yeah, I'm not a musician, but when I think of tone, like yeah. Chuck is one of the first people that comes to mind. He just had. And a lot of people ripped that off, you know. Yeah. He just had that. He had a unique tone that I mean, he was a master. Yeah, and this it was his uh, the BC Rich guitar that he had, the stealth guitar. Yeah, and it and it only had like a fucking volume knob. Oh, it really? didn't have it didn't have anything else on it. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm sure he might have uh, kind of. Uh, he had some probably some gear and pedals yeah, and stuff. I, yeah. it has to have been. Yeah, his amps and everything that he used, and yeah, the pickups, pickups. and everything. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff that goes yeah. in the yeah uh, tone. Yeah, but his tone to me is is perfect. I yeah. don't know what it is about it. His tone gets me every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I especially I love the uh, symbolic and uh, sign of perseverance. Um, just how razor sharp those albums uh, they yeah. really sound, you know. Oh yeah, he was such a perfectionist too. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, you could tell. he's known known for that. He's kind of a little bit like of uh I think without the attitude, without the being an asshole, he was kind of like Dave Mustaine, but you know <laughs> like a death metal Dave Mustaine. He uh yeah, he had people coming in, he knew yeah. what they brought to the table, and he brought in oh, people yeah. who that's a good point. And yeah. a lot of people say he was incredibly hard to work with and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... you're right. You can see that. I can see that. <laughs> death metal, death metal mustaine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit less of like an an outwardly asshole. Right, but like, I think for him, I, I don't think he was an asshole of a person. He just took his music so serious. It, dude, it's because he, he has the vision, right? Yeah, and he was kind of a weird guy. I've heard, but a, a lot of people yeah. liked him. Like, like outside of music, a lot of people liked him as a person for sure. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. As to where Mustaine, a lot of people don't like him as a person. Yeah, yeah. He's some people do, but not not many. You know. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, that's a good. That's a very good uh, comparison as far as a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and also they both had very unique tones and styles. Yeah, yeah. cool. World world class musicians too. Yeah, 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 and they were able to get whoever they wanted to play with them. And 
<laughs> no shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going for this is funny because I'm gonna go for Andrax off the same album that you named. Not not the same song, but I'm this is again kind of low hanging fruit. I'm gonna <laughs> go with the Mad the Madhouse riff. Oh hell yeah. It's, That's a fucking it's, great one, dude. It's so heavy and so catchy, and yeah, it, it's almost leads the album, you know, minus that little yeah. brief intro and oh yeah. Not much not much to say about it other than it's just super heavy, super catchy. Yeah. Uh, good, yeah, good chorus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dan Spitz and Scotty. Scott Ian is also a riff master. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Dan Spitz is he like five foot tall? The little guy? I've heard he's very short. Yeah, but I've heard Scott Ian's really short too. Yeah, but Spitz, I think he's like a, a watchmaker now, isn't he? Or like a? I've heard that. Yeah, I guess like his dad a, was. Yeah, and he is too. Yeah, dude, there's a. We'll talk about that another time, but there's a lot of money in that shit, dude. So I guess there must be. <laughs> there is. There is a lot of money in that. Um this one to me was probably the song band that really like propelled me to like enjoy metal and 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 love it for what it is. And also it came out on any given Sunday with the crocodile scene and the shower scene. And okay. it's Metallica uh motor breath. Um, just the fucking you hear the crunchiness. Oh, you yeah. get you get to hear, you know. I'm not sure if they're using Marshalls or whatever, but you get to really fucking hear the that guitar crunch on that without like it just it just sounded like they didn't put any uh distortion or anything on that, and you just get the pure raw sound of of yeah, like right. That's have... a pretty unique sounding album for them. Like it is more, right. more speed metal, you know, like yeah. More old school, like Nawabum, you know, because they were mm-hmm. they were taking those Nawabum influences and stuff. They were and they were fresh. Rash, it was fresh in their ears too. But yeah, I feel like yeah. it was when they mixed that and probably a little bit of punk in yeah. there because it's a little yeah. bit more. I don't know, but I love that raw sound that they had. Yeah, and after Actually, that, that's an album that I've gone back to recently, and I'm like, yeah, kicks ass. <laughs> it's great. It's still fucking. Yeah. It's still. Uh, you could still what do you call it? Like uh, it holds up. In other words, it does for yeah. sure. It does and also because like that was never uh, a go-to album for me, but recently I've I brought that out and I'm like, man, this is it sounds a little bit fresher because I didn't wear it out. That's oh, that's I, great. I, yeah, I, I wore yeah. out the other the the other albums I did wear. It out, so. Yeah, so, yeah. Good shit. All right, all right. I'm going for uh, Judas Priest, Painkiller. Oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite songs of all time, one of my yeah. favorite albums, yeah. and just uh, it was cool hearing, you know, that was a game changer for them. Uh, I always thought that the Tipton and Downing had again, kind of like Chuck, they had great guitar tones, mm-hmm. but uh, that that one right there is just they 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 were doing uh, obviously they were doing stuff differently, and it's 100%. Like almost a, a new band for that album, and yep. yeah, such a such a heavy such a heavy riff and yeah i, I for catchy that one is where you feel like they're firing on all cylinders oh yeah like vocally yeah. drums guitars bass everything is just fucking on fire dude i think it's they wanted so to good. compete with the the heavier bands at the time. easily they and they did like yeah they wanted to like throw their hat into that arena yeah know? i mean yeah that year and i 90 91 though that time frame you know, you had enter some um, the black album, you know, yeah. rest in yeah. peace. Uh yeah. in and, and so it's cool to see that these 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 dudes were just yeah 
fucking Actually, I learned something everybody. about that album that I didn't know before. I only learned this the other day. My buddy was telling me that the reason why that album sounds the way it does, why it's so technical and stuff, is because uh, prior to that, they were touring with Racer X. Oh, no and, shit. And they saw, uh, what's his name? Gilbert. Paul Gilbert. Yeah. Paul Gilbert. They saw yeah. him playing every night, playing all these crazy RPG or, you know, sweeps and stuff. And yeah. so they wanted, they're like, oh, we want to sound more technical too. And that's, that's, so they, they basically, Downing and Tipton were like, holy shit. Right, we're going to, we're going to practice and we're going to learn these new, these yeah. new techniques and stuff. That's why it sounds so modern. Fuck, dude. That's killer. Yeah. I, I, believe, I didn't know that. I believe there's a Racer X song that Halford might have covered. I dig uh, Racer X. I yeah like let me see if i could find the uh and that's where they stole their drummer <laughs> yeah that's where they, they Is got it uh, travis? Scott travis yeah mm-hmm. scott travis they got him from racer x so clearly they they were into that band let's see i think it might have been off second heat i i'll be i haven't heard a ton of racer x i've only heard um god i think i've only heard one or two albums but i i, I like i like what i've heard um yeah uh, one of their albums I have in my collection, and I, I I go back to it from time to time. Trying to find it, but I I can't find the name of the song. But yeah, I think I think he might have covered them uh, when Halford went solo. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, you might be right. I haven't heard those albums in a long time. So, but okay, my next pick is going to be two, two for one. But okay. honestly, it'll be my, uh, it'll it'll complete my ten. Uh, well, not necessarily. You know what I mean? It's it's my sixth pick, but it's going to be six and seven, in other okay. words. So it's going to be Sabotage, The Price You Pay, slash, um, is it Hall of, of the Mountain King? Oh, uh, and, I mean, that album in itself is just fucking iconic, yeah. I think, if you it's like. A favorite of mine. Yeah. Uh, I know I went, a little, I went a little more, when they were a little bit more proggy with gutter ballet and, and streets, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. The fucking you there's uh, there's just this undeniable fucking riffs that come out on the on that hall album. Oh yeah. Like you totally. just and the cover art is fucking cool. Yeah. Uh John Oliva's vocals are fucking on point. Yeah, um, that's all, my that's my favorite album. Yeah. And also I wish him a speedy recovery because fucking dude slipped and uh what did he do? He he Oliva? fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up his back. I think he cracked his spine or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this John, is like last John week. Or Chris. Uh, oh, John did. Yeah, this well, past Chris week. Chris is dead. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, he just. Uh, so I don't John. know how how that's gonna mess with mess with the album. You know. So is he like bad hurt or? No, I I think he's. I think it. I think it's enough for that. He might have to take take time to heal, yeah. but I don't think he's gonna be. I mean, he's not a. a... He did not trade him. Self very good in his young years, so he's not in no. like great shape now. No. Right? No, he, he's <laughs> so for a guy like that to take a spill is not a good yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you go for it. You're on your next one, man. All right. So I only. have three left i might come up with some on the fly. Uh, let okay. me know if my if my internet wonky it seems to be it's um, a little bit wonky yeah hopefully it's hopefully it hangs in there okay uh, yeah uh, it's kind of low-hanging fruit again um, okay am i still there yeah are you hearing me are you hearing me consistently or 
I'm hearing you. I yeah, up. I think. Okay. I mean, you did freeze a few a few times there, but I'm hearing okay, you. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um. Again, I <laughs> low hanging fruit, but uh, whatever. You know, th these are riffs that I like. Um, I'm gonna go with the riff, and you. As soon as I say it, you, everyone knows what I mean. <laughs> okay. The riff from Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Oh yeah. You know that breakdown riff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not only is that the heaviest riff of the time, that I think that still is one of the heaviest riffs. Yeah. 50 oh, years yeah. later, you know? Damn, dude. Is it really that it's old? So, <laughs> I think it came out in 73, 74. Fuck. So, yeah, almost yeah. 50 years. That, that, I mean, such a heavy riff. Yeah. And I, I, I'll i be honest. I'm t I'm kind of tired of that era of Sabbath. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just played it out. Oh, okay. That's what I, you mean. I, I played it out. You know, I listened yeah. to it too much i but i still love those albums but i i i'm i'm kind of burnt out on those, right. those early sabbath albums but that riff yeah this is a money riff if there ever was for sure brutal for sure had, had, I mean, no, no one else sounded like that that heavy of the time right. no nobody did you do a ranking on them i yeah, did, did yeah. Yeah. yeah okay that was a tough one but yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> i did so yeah like i said as soon as i say that everyone's like yep i know what you mean <laughs> I didn't even have to say which riff, you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. That's how iconic uh, it is. So my next one is it's and again, this band typically bores me, but their first album is what is killer, flawless, ten out of ten. Uh, Slayer, Cryonics of their um, Show No Mercy album. Yeah, it's great. Again. Typically, to me, they it gets boring because it's uh, not because they they don't suck or anything like that. It's just that they just have the same sort of sound um, after Rain and Blood, and then but they kind of changed it up. You know what I mean? Like the, the yeah. If, if anything, the '80s era. Some people Slayer, just don't like Slayer. I, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah I, yeah, I know multiple people that like aren't just aren't fans. Yeah, right. Or maybe they like one album. Right, and I, yeah. I typically will just enjoy some songs off each of their albums yeah so i'm not going to completely dismiss everything but they typically yeah. do tend to bore me yeah if everything kind of sounds the same Nothing wrong with that no but i mean again i don't think they suck or anything but i do think yeah. show no mercy is a fucking masterpiece yeah i um, agree because not only that i mean i know that they were on that new wave of british heavy metal kind of uh dave was kind of showing some of his guitar oh, secrets yeah. Oh, to, yeah. to carry in the gang and you know like there was just a lot of stuff happening but cryonics oh, yeah. that first album is very the wobble sound mm -hmm. spots yeah yeah man cryonics by far my favorite yeah i it's it's awesome i i prefer the second slayer album but that i they're almost neck and neck for me yeah so, yeah all right i'm going i'm cheating i'm breaking my rule usually when i do lists i only allow one per band but since Black Sabbath is my favorite band, I'm adding a second one. And this one, at least this one's a little more obscure, though. So this is a uh, this is off the Seventh Star song from the Seventh Star album, which uh, that was famously, supposed to be a solo. Yeah, famously, yeah. I, it's hard to say. Tony Iommi says otherwise, right? But there's so many. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many things that make it seem. Yeah, it, as far as I know, it was supposed to be a Tony Iommi solo album. Right. Um, so you had this. You had uh, the singer from Deep Purple. Uh, we're not talking about vocals, but, but anyway, it was the only song <laughs> that he was on, and it's just yeah. such a, it's a bluesy, heavy, catchy riff, and I, I love the entire album. It's kind of one of their underrated albums in my opinion. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's gets stuck in my head every time I think about it. 
Right on. Yeah, that's that's actually uh, not a bad album. I love. All. Yeah. Some people hate it. I don't. Right. I don't. I don't agree with that. Obviously, for me, it sits pretty high. Yeah, this is after Ronnie James Dio left, right? Yeah, one of the times that he left. Yeah. Yeah. Or I always get my time timelines mixed up, but uh, I can't remember if it was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was after he left. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> my ninth pick would be Destruction with Total Disaster yeah. of the, I think it's the Sentence to Death EP, I believe. Um, that's great. I don't, I'm, I'm not, if I'm mistaken, I'm not sure if it's like 86 or 87, I believe, but absolutely fucking just, there's this fucking sense of urgency there's this sense of 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 um I don't know, like it's this whole song in itself, but that I love especially the backing riff once the solo comes in. Yeah. And uh, that backing riff just kind of kicks in. But yeah, there's just something uh primal about this song. Like oh and, yeah, there is. and, and it just has that raw feel to it, you know. Yeah. Plus it has that cool killer art uh, cover where it's just like just the band members in the front. Yeah, it is a cool you know? cover. Yeah. yeah. Super a and lot the of, fucking lot of logo. black metal bands cite that as an influence. Yeah, the, yeah. the old logo they use. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's fucking great. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's I could believe that's that what you're saying. That's my favorite stuff yeah. from them. That's my yeah. favorite destruction stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't like everything they did, but I like a lot of I like a lot of destruction. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's for me, that's that's the stuff I like the most. It's the right. most primitive and like chunky and yeah. Yeah. And it's it still has that like youthful, you know, they were probably teenagers and I think so, right? That for sure. They, they were really young. Yeah. All right. My next uh and I did come up with ten, by the way. <laughs> nice. My next one I'm going with uh Arise, Sepultura. Fuck yeah. The, and the song Arise. That very slayer sounding. <laughs> it is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could totally tell. I think they kind of borrowed that sound. They borrowed that from Slayer, basically, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, probably my favorite Sepultura album. Mm -hmm. And so they got a lot of riffs I could go for, but uh I just I just love that riff and the song that album entirely yeah and, and done to mention the fucking cover art is one Cover's of the awesome. best in metal history dude yeah it's so fucking yeah eerie and like yeah. creepy and like looks like something out of a lovecraft story for, oh yeah yeah easily yeah. like or if you're playing a video game kind of like a boss you know what i mean like yeah so or something uh, from the thing maybe mm -hmm. yeah no shit <laughs> yeah um yeah. for sure Very creepy yeah so my 10th my final pick would be bathory's um Sacrifice off their first album, I believe came out 84. Not sure. It yeah. came out 84, 83. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this song to me is, uh, I think, truly what is what black metal is. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, when that, for that initial first wave. It's kind killer, of funky. And, yeah. 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 That that distortion that they that Corthon used or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, or maybe. He had a great of. guitar tone too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I think for the most part, he recorded with bands, right? Or just, but he wrote everything himself. He wrote everything himself. He uh, he had some members come and go, but I, mm -hmm. I I don't think they did any writing. I think right. I'm pretty he sure he everything. wrote every mm -hmm. yeah. But he had some members. I think on that album, he only had a drummer on the first album. Yeah, and then yeah, he he does some members come and go throughout throughout the years. Yeah, but but like he he yeah he wrote everything and he played as much of it as he could. Right. 
So those yeah. like when he, guitar solos and stuff, those are all him. Like he was a great guitarist. Yeah, yeah, dude. He he was a really good fucking songwriter. Um, cool dude. You know, I follow one of the pages that you know on, on Instagram where they they are always talking about little tidbits about him, little f- factoids yeah. and stuff about him. It's yeah. really cool, dude. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you get to see the evolution from each album yeah. to the next. Oh yeah, and, um, his his how he grew musically. Yeah. Um, but this one it has this raw energy. Yeah, this does. this like almost punk, but you know, yeah. uh, black metal motorhead almost. You know, yeah, definitely some motorhead in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and some venom, even though he denied it. <laughs> yeah, you could hear it. You could. <laughs> we all knew. Well, his his friends and stuff later on had told told like the press and stuff they're like oh yeah we were all listening to venom at the time. yeah for sure that's <laughs> what everyone did man that's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right my number 10 i'm going for uh from the moving pictures album rush my other favorite band uh mm-hmm. i'm going for witch hunt another heavy super heavy song the heaviest song they ever wrote and uh oh shit i don't think like, I, I need to hear that let me see yeah it's a uh, it's it's the riff that comes in um there's the, the song kind of starts off with some ambience and there's like some, some chanting and like you hear people, people, you know, t- uh, kind of muttering in the background, but that riff that comes in after, I don't know, 30 seconds or so it's just okay super, super heavy. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Heaviest riff they ever wrote off their heaviest song they ever wrote. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I've heard several songs from this. As, and I, I might've heard, I might've heard it. Okay. I might've heard it and I just, it just escapes me, so I'm gonna go back yeah. to that right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, these are a lot of our the old school riffs that I think kind of evoke a lot of different. You know, there's a lot of nostalgia factor. Oh yeah, lots to of it, uh, and I love that because you know it, it kind of like I said it it just when I had made the list, I made this list way back in fucking January February. Yeah, and it was like, and it it evolved and it changed every once in a while. So oh, I thought sure that was did. cool, you know. <laughs> and and now I'm gonna add, I'm gonna make a '90s one. So hopefully cool. that'll come out in the next yeah. month or so. Cool. Um, and hopefully we. If you have one st- left, no, I did all of mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I thought you had one left. Yeah, no, no, I did all of mine. And hopefully, okay. when we get together, hopefully we can do that. Five albums, five emotions. Um, yeah and um that that'll be uh that'll be a pretty yeah pretty interesting one yeah there's this guy he's an englishman he's a youtuber metalhead and he does he did that challenge and i don't know from where he got that from oh, okay so i'll have to see it again but he did five emo- five albums five different emotions and yeah. i was like fuck that's cool i'm gonna try that too you know so it'd be oh, i could definitely do that yeah yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna call it quits here um Nice little short episode for everybody, kind of condensed. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, again, thank you for joining me. Uh, Real quick, before we go, where can anybody reach you? Not reach you, but check out your channel. (laughs) Here's my phone number. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You can find me on, on, uh, I almost said eBay, not eBay. Find me on YouTube, uh, Dark Hymns from the Cold North. And you can find me on Instagram as well at that same, uh, same tag. And yeah, I'm, I post uh, a video every other day. So about three, four times a week. Right. Sometimes three minute video, sometimes 20 minute depends. Right. 
Good stuff. I'm album, always album very reviews, informative. Uh, album reviews, movie reviews, stuff like that. Yeah. Hells yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you for yeah, joining me course. again. Course, Guys, anytime. have a fucking good one. Buy the ticket. Take the fucking ride.